Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. How many times do you check your smartphone? Just guess. If you're like most people who own one, the correct answer is often. There's been several studies and research projects on the subject during the last decade and even before that. Though they vary in some results, one thing they all show is that most of us who have a smartphone check them several times while we go through our daily activities. I don't need to conduct a study, neither do you, to know that's true. During my travels, I get to see hundreds of people. You can imagine, you know, in audiences, airports, restaurants. And including safety and health professionals, it's obvious we have become addicted to these amazing devices. I know I have a close relationship with mine. If I can't find my phone, uh, I start to get anxious and I'll look for it. And the longer it takes me to find it, the more anxious I get. So it's important to me, my smartphone. Before giving a talk, I have always enjoyed going around and shaking hands with folks in the audience, saying silly stuff with them, you know, getting to know where they're from. And recently, the last few years, it's getting harder and harder for me to do that because everybody, when they come in, they sit down, they whip out their phone right away. So I feel like I'm interrupting them if I come over and say hi when they're doing something on their phone. A lot of times, people walk into the auditorium or to the meeting room with their phones in front of their face while they're walking into the room. Excessive screen time can harm our social life. That's what many researchers have concluded, such as MIT sociologist Shuri Turkle, she's author of the book Reclaiming Conversation, and Turkle said, in reference to our habitual use of smartphones, that we, quote, lose our ability to have deeper, more spontaneous conversations with others, changing the nature of our social interactions in alarming ways, end of quote. I couldn't agree with her more. For several years, I've been attending my favorite convention. You may have, too. And you know which one it is, the National Safety Council's Annual Congress and Expo, of course. This year in Indianapolis, as always, I had an exhilarating experience, enjoyed myself, met old friends, new friends. Oh, it was wonderful. But this time I took special notice of how much my fellow safety and health professionals were on their phone. Not to judge them, not to say they should or shouldn't do it, just to get an awareness of phone use to help myself, too. To help me be aware of my own phone use and is there something I need to change that will improve my social skills. One thing I've changed because of my observations is that whenever someone sits down next to me in a public area, like a lobby or cafeteria, I put my phone down. Close it. Four times during this year's Congress, someone I didn't know sat down next to me in a lobby area. Right away, I put my phone down because I had made this observation and change in my behavior, hoping to start a conversation. Twice it made a difference, and I got to start a casual relationship with a colleague. The other two times, the person stayed on their phone, so I couldn't interact with them. And we all know mobile phones can be 
a dangerous distraction when we're driving and walking. But we often don't realize how much they can harm our enjoyment of the natural world, of what's going on around us physically, and our chances to build or deepen relationships through our interactions with other people. Being with someone in person is far different than Facebook comments or texting. There's no doubt about it. My daughter and I text each other often, but it's still important that I interact with Amber when I'm next to her in the flesh. Take eye contact, for example. There is a special value to looking into someone's eyes, which philosophers and other wise humans have realized for millennium. Eyes have been called a tunnel to the soul. Well, recently I saw this humorous mem. It was actually on a t-shirt that was I saw on the internet. Quote, the only way I'm making eye contact with you is if you text me a picture of your eyes. Now, that's funny. I like it. But it also shows what's happening to our in-person communications. Like other skills, the less we use our in-person social skills, the more they will weaken. For some professions, that's no big deal. Not as much as ours, anyway. If what you do for a living, for work, is coding on a computer, then as far as your profession goes, as your work, it's not that big of a deal if you don't have you know, sharpened social skills. However, you and I, as safety professionals, it's different. We have to encourage people, discipline, train, and interact physically often with folks to help them improve their behavior, or at least to maintain the safe behavior that we hope they have. So it's vital that we practice our social skills. Smartphones aren't going away soon. I hope not. I like mine. But neither is our need to make physical connections. That's why I'm going to be mindful of how my phone use is affecting my in-person interactions. And that's why the question I asked at the beginning of this podcast, and which is on my, in my article, how many times a day do you check your smartphone, is a vital one. Because if you realize that you're allowing your smartphone to take away from your practicing of your social skills, and then you change that, like I'm doing with my use of a, a phone if I'm in a public area, well, it'll, it'll help you get better at being a safety professional, safety and health professional. So if you ever sit down next to me and I'm checking my smartphone, rest assured, I'll put it down as soon as I can, look in your eyes and say, hi.